Continuing our reading, discussion, Chaitanya Madhili chapter 10. Ardin Mahaprabhu Bhatta Chajra Sangye Jagannatha Darshan Koila Maharangye. Very next day, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu arrived and along with Sarvabhama Bhatta Chajra with great enthusiasm. He went to the temple and had the darshan of, of the deity of Jagannath. He, he came to be seen by the deity. Mahaprasadiya thahan milila sevak gan Mahaprabhu sabakare koila alingan The servants of the deity delivered into the hands of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu the remnants of the deity's food. And in return, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu embraced them all. You know that previously when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu first arrived in Jagannath Puri, he came into the temple and he fell into a trance, an ecstasy, and lost external consciousness, seeing the deity of Jagannath as he did. He saw him as Krishna. And the temple guards, they didn't know what to make of it. The deity is very well protected there. And... Um, if anybody comes in and acts in an inappropriate way and so forth, they can be very, very strict. And uh, and uh, so they attempted to beat Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who fell on the floor, was rolling on the ground in ecstasy, and uh, became unconscious and so forth. They didn't know what to make of it. They hadn't seen such an ex- trance of ecstasy. And they were, they had seen many people come before the deity and how the deity would reciprocate with them or not and or to what extent and uh, and how the uh, devotees attending would be affected. They had never seen anything like this. It was so extraordinary. They thought that perhaps it was inappropriate. Indeed, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's vision of Jagannath was, was Jagannath is a deity that has very big wide eyes like this and no eyelids. No, no lashes, or anything. it's a long story about the deity, but the esoteric uh, idea behind those big eyes is that he's looking. It's Krishna in ecstasy. And Krishna, as you know, was raised in the, in the forest and pastoral setting of Vrindavan, but owing to circumstances, he uh, left there and became statesman and, uh, and uh, prince really. But his heart always remained in Vrindavan. So the Jagannath deity is, is, is a depiction of Krishna in his position as a prince in, such that his heart, which longs to be back amongst the gopis, milk maidens and gopas, the cowherd people, the simple people of the village who loved him so, with such intimacy that they didn't even think of him as God. Now he was being worshipped by the Adus, they knew him as God, and sometimes he would manifest four arms and, and so forth to confirm their, their suspicions and, uh, and so forth. But in that position, he longed to be in, in association with his devotees who loved him in intimacy. And so a Jagannath is kind of the form of the prince with his heart kind of coming out and it's causing him to transform into ecstasy. And with big eyes, he's looking for Radha hmm? everywhere. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is 
the avatar of Krishna in the in the ecstasy of Radha. So this is an extraordinary meeting between the two of them. He's looking, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, for Krishna in the mood of Radha, and Jagannath is looking for for Radha, and so they meet and. This is a very extraordinary affair, and these uh, priests really didn't have access to it. They didn't quite understand it. So they were going to beat him. And um, Sarvabhoma saved the situation. The pundit, he came and and, uh, took him to his home, took him in, and so forth and so on. And now here again, he's returning to Jabinath, where he comes before the deities. And we see that the priests have learned to regard him Appropriately, they're offering him prasad and so forth. He's embracing them, and so on. So things have changed, and it means that the young sannyasin has had a tremendous effect upon the whole of Jagannath Puri. He only stayed a short time before departing further to the south. In two years, he was gone, and in his two years, the, the, what the, what Krishnadas here, are, the author, is trying to bring out is the mood of these devotees in Puri, and how, to the extent to which they had been converted, so to speak, by influenced by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This was again a kingdom that was so fortified that the Muslims who were occupying many parts of India, in fact Bengal, which is just a short distance away, was completely occupied by the uh, uh, Muslim rulers. They couldn't penetrate into the kingdom of Orissa, where Jagannath was uh, temple is and it was maintained. It was a very fortified uh, place and they were proud of their Hinduism and their their their, their worship, their devotion, and, and so forth. This young lad from Bengal, Hindu, of course, but um, sannyasin, he come and practically converted the whole the whole of Jagannath Puri. He's come in and and conquered them. In other words, they couldn't be conquered by military might, but he conquered them by by showing to them through his ecstasy, a side of the deity that they had never known and had never seen before. Indeed, it's been told, and I've mentioned it in previous discussions, how when the associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu will, will hear this, come to Bengal, when they, after having heard that he's returned to Puri, they come to see him. And the Raj, the king of Puri, who's been converted now, he asked the pundit Sarvabhuma, who are these people, as hundreds of them are coming, and, and, and what kind of singing and what kind of dancing, what kind of love is this? I've never seen anything like this. This is a, a king in charge of a pilgrimage place where the entire economy is basically pilgrims coming, serving, offering, and, and the whole town is it's all centered around the, the temple, worship of the deity, growing the food, cooking the food, making ornaments, and so on and so forth. So he's seen millions and millions and millions of pilgrims come to before the deity. He'd never seen anything like this before, that any kind of worship like this before. It's very extraordinary. And the, the, the reply came, he said, that this, is, this is the creation of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself. Chaitanya Shishti, E Prem Sankirtan. He said, this is a very extraordinary kind of thing. It's, it's Prem, extraordinary kind of love. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu like invented this. It's like almost is what he said. Chaitanya Shishti, the creation of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So it's almost like a new religion. It's of course it's not, and we trace its origins and whatnot to the into antiquity and so forth. And as I mentioned the other night, the 
the Goswamis, immediate followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who were commissioned to write about what he was about, and and all demonstrated for their, with their vast learning how he was about the essence of what all these texts are talking about. And it's really not a new thing, but but um, it just shows you how unacquainted with what the essence of those texts were, the people were, that it appeared like some new thing. Anyway, he's, and he's young, only 25 years old. How much influence can a person have at 25? You know, even if they get a lot of influence, they say dumb things, and they often do stupid things, too. Wisdom comes with time and age. So, he converted the whole town. The guru of the king, then the king, and the whole town. And really, and substantially, you know, in times gone by, in monarchies of India, if the king would convert, like the great Ashok, I think, converted to Buddhism, and so did all the people. In other words, if the king becomes, a, you know, changes his religion, so does everybody in the kingdom, by the force of the sword or the order of the king and, and so forth. But this is not how they were converted. Yes, the king was converted. But he didn't force anybody else. To be. In fact... They were being converted before his eyes. The pundit was, Saraboma had been converted. And, and so at a, at a, it was a real conversion, not a forced one. Out of love and affection, he charmed them. Just hearing about him, having not seen him, they became converted. This is the power of his, his, his presence, his being, and so forth. And so the whole town, what Krishna is trying to convey to us, the whole, the whole of Jagannath Puri was feeling like the, the, the separation, kantita, the longing to meet with someone that they had fallen in love with already, to have their love acknowledged. It's like, we call it the purvarag, or utkantita. If you love, fall in love with someone, let's say you fall in love with a, with a movie star or something like that, so you've got his picture and and you know her, her, all of her videos, and and you buy the her, or his memorabilia, and the T-shirts, and, and so forth. And then, they, but you haven't met him yet. But you want if you, if you can get some confirmation from the other side. So this, as you're just using a material example, this is in in our. Uh, lineage terminology is called utkantita or pulvarag. It's a kind of a separation in love that is making the heart grow fonder that occurs before even meeting. There's a separation even before there is a union. Kind of a union through hearing, hearing about his name, hearing about his formulas, qualities and things. So the whole town is caught up like this and anticipating his return and his return. And so here the priests are dealing with him very differently. This is evidence, I want to say, of their conversion. I explain how they first dealt with him. They really wanted to beat him, and they were stopped. And so now they have a very different attitude. The whole town is in love with him. He had the whole of Navadweep, where he was born and did his early um, childhood and youthful pastimes, was completely converted as well. Now Jagannath Puri. He's gone to the south, and the tales of that will come and be told to the devotees and so forth. His exploits. Udashan Kori Mahaprabhu Chalila Bahire 
After seeing Jagannath, Didi Chaitanya Mahaprabhu left the temple and the Pandit Sarvabhoma took him to the house of Kasi Mishra. Kasri, Kasi Mishra Asi Podila Prabhur Charani Griha Sahita Atmatanri Golini Vedani. When he arrived at the house of Kasi Mishra, Kasi Mishra fell down at his feet and surrendered himself and all his possessions. He said, My house is your house. Gave him his house. Prabhu Chatubhuj Murti Tanre Dekela Atma Satkuritari Alingona Koile. Then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu showed an opulence. He manifested four arms. Showed him the four arms of Gornarayan. Mystical. Darshan accepted his service and uh, embraced him. Tobe Mahaprabhu Tahan Bosila Asane Chodike Bosila Nityanandari Bhaktagane. So Mahaprabhu sat down in that place and all the devotees said about it around the Prabhu came and surrounded him, prominent devotees. Shukki Haila Deki Prabhu Basara Sangsthana Ye Basai Hoi Prabhu Sarvo Samadhana Mahabru Chaitanya Dev was very happy to see his quarters that had been arranged for him were solit- in a solitary place. It was very quiet, peaceful for him. He was a renunciate, not, not involved in social social life of uh, ordinary people. And uh, although it was solitary and quiet, at the same time it was very close to the temple so that he could go regularly and see the deity. Hmm. Everything was very nicely taken care of there for him as arranged by the king. Sarvamokahe Prabhu Yogya Tomar Bhasa Tumi Angikar Kor Kashimija Asha So Sarvamokahe said, This place is just befitting you. Please accept it. Kashimija hopes that you will. Prabhu Kahe So he replied, Mahaprabhu replied, E deha Toma Sabaka De Tumi Kaha See, Samata Amar. My body belongs, he said, to all of you. I agree to whatever you say. So, they feel completely purchased by him, and he feels completely purchased by them. So, some something not coming from his side, how he feels about all of them. Equal. He's responding equally. Tobe Sarvoboma Prabhur Dakshina Parsh Bebasi. After the Sarbambata Charja, the Pandit, sitting on the right-hand side of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, began to induce all the habits of Jagannath Puri. So, as Krishna says in the Gita, Jejatamam prapadyante tam satayabhajamyam As you approach me, so I will reciprocate accordingly. So, they've approached him all in love and He's reciprocated accordingly. He's purchased by them. Now, what he'll do here is introduce some of the main devotees of Orissa. So this is one of the important places, two most important places of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's domicile. Navadvip, his early life, and Jagannath Puri for his mid and, and, and final 
years. And so there are many Aryan devotees from Orissa, and uh, they haven't been very well introduced yet. In the beginning of this book, in Adi Lila, that they're giving the basic philosophy, and the, the, the author begins to introduce the main players of the drama, and then the narrative of the Lila and the life of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu proceeds. So with a brief introduction, he mentions so many. So some of them have been mentioned briefly there. But now, in the context of the Lila, of the pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then um, Sarvabhuma he will introduce personally devotees that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has not met personally, as I said, but they've fallen in love with him. They are completely surrendered to him, dedicated to him. So this is touching. We'll just hear their names and it will purify our hearts. E shab loka prabhu boise nila chale utkantitahana chesopi tomamili bari. He said, the Pandit said, My dear Lord, these people are residents of Nilachal, Jagannathpuri. They've been full of utkantit, utkantita, full of, full of eagerness. That's what I'm talking about, this mood of separation. They've been filled with this desiring to meet you. This is a very wonderful moment to think. Think of yourself now. These devotees are meeting him for the first time. You want to acknowledge their love. The love for Bhagawan will come first within the heart of the devotee. Of course, it's invested. It's actually an investment, so to speak, from from Bhagawan himself. He will share his own nature, his own shakti, goes into the heart of the devotee. Then it churns and this love develops. And, and then later it will come and be confirmed from the other side. So this is happening to them now. So it's, some, it's happening to you. You're getting some, in the process of your spiritual practices of what some feeling is coming gradually. Now imagine time is coming and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu or Krishna is going to acknowledge that fully. And as you can see, someone's introducing you. This is the Guru's position. Sarvabhum is introducing them. This is a very touching moment. Trishita chakat chatak jeche kori hana hahakar toiche shab sobikar ongikar. He gives an example of their feelings for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He says, Your absence has made these people thirsty, exactly like the chatak birds, crying in disappointment. Kindly accept them. So you may recall that this chapter began with a Sanskrit uh, verse composed by the author himself. Many of the verses in Sanskrit that are couched in this book aren't composed by him, but they're references to other um, essential texts of the tradition, which he cites as evidence to confirm his the points that he's making in his own language, Bengali. But in the beginning, most of the chapters, he has his own uh, verse uh, of Sanskrit composition. The author, Krishnadas Kaviraj, was a very erudite um, scholar and poet, philosopher, and so forth. So you may recall, in the, in the introduction of that verse, he, of, the ch- of the chapter, as he does in every chapter, he has, as I say, a Sanskrit verse of his own composition that says, highlights something, the essence of the chapter, the main point, or a particular incident that stands out, and by which the chapter may be, may be characterized. 
And uh, as I'm sure you recall, he gave a very poetic verse explaining how the devotees in Puri were like thirsty, uh, were, like, were like, like fields, he said, like fields of grain drying up and, and thirsty in that sense. For the, and they were uh, longing for the cloud of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to come. And, 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 and rain the, his uh, ecstasy upon them and nourish them. So it's a similar kind of example that Sarvabhoma is giving. It's a, he cites uh, the famous Chattak bird of uh, Indian poetry that's said to live as far as his drinking goes only from raindrops that fall from the cloud before they touch the ground. Swami cites this kind of example of the Chattak bird in relation to the noble and high aspiration of the devotees of Krishna who won't settle for anything less. If the water comes, the Chattak bird sticks his beak up to the cloud and with some anticipation and you know that the clouds can come and they, they may not, it may not rain. Still, he won't go and drink water somewhere else. And not only it might not rain, but a thunderbolt it might might be cast down on the head of the, the Chattak bird. Still, he has no other recourse. This is his, this is his nature. He has a pure idea. I only drink the water that comes from the cloud before it hits the ground and becomes muddied, something like that. So the devotees who have this Vrindavan aspiration to enter the leela of Krishna. They're like this. They won't touch anything else, any other form of adulterated love. Shuddha bhakti, prem bhakti, ahaituki bhakti. They're not adulterated by any other influence. Not even, not even spiritual selfishness. Right? Completely selfless, self-forgetful. So this is, this is asli shiva padratam panastam adarshnam armhatam kurutuva. As Mahaprabhu said in his final. Stands of Shikshastakam, his eight prayers, exemplifying the mood of Radha. If you come and trample me or you embrace me, it's up to you. I'm not moving from this. I'm your servant in, a, in any situation. So he says, these, these devotees are like this. They've adopted this mood. They're like the Chattakburg, waiting for the drop of rain to come. They've been acquainted with many other religious conceptions. They may have been involved in them. They can't touch them now. Now that they've been influenced by you, they cannot find any satisfaction there. And somebody may say, but Prabhu, there's something here, and he's gone away. We don't know if he'll ever return. No. We'll wait till he returns. We cannot settle for anything less. So Sarvam was giving a nice example to introduce them to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. What is their standard? They reached this kind of standard that, that warrants, in a sense, given the nature of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, his reciprocation. So, then he begins to introduce them. He says, Jagannatha Sevaki Nam Janardana. This is a very important uh, Sevaka, Sevite of Lord Jagannath. His name is Janardan. Anabasari Kori Prabhura Sri Anga Sevana. He says, when the Jagannath deity is taken in, on Anabasara means the time of the renovation of the deity. It's a uh, a uh, ritual that takes place in conjunction with the famous Rathiyatra where the deity goes into the streets and the chariots and so forth. 
And two weeks before that, the deity is taken from the temple and put in a private, private quarters, and the deity is renovated, physically speaking, painted and whatever. And um, and the leela behind the deity is that he's... It's a big story, of course, but that he's feigning illness. Hmm? And so they give him infusions of fruit juice and things like this. And um, it's, it's just on the plea of of wanting to leave the temple where he's lived with Lakshmi, goddess of fortune, and go to Vrindavan to meet the gopis and Radha. So, anyway, during that time, when he's kept in private, he says, this, this Janardhan I've just introduced, he takes care of the deity. So, it's an important person in the, the whole of Puri. You see how, he, how many big people, the, the guru, the king, the, the head priest, practically, they all have been swayed, influenced, converted, melted by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Krishna Das Nam E Suvarna Betradari. He says, Here's the, here, this person's name is Krishna Das, and he carries a golden wand. Sikimahiti Nam E Likanadikari. He says, and this is Siki Mahiti, who he's, he's in charge of uh, of writing. So maybe writing's a important events of the, in the life of the deity in the temple, things that happens, keeping 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 a record. Pradunamishra, uh-huh. this is his he's Pradunamishra, Vishnu Pradhan. He's a very like chief of the Vaishnavas. Of the devotees, Jagannathir Maha Soyar Inha Dasanam, and here is another great uh, servitor of Jagannath. His name is Dasa. Marari Mahati Inha Siki Mahati Rabhai. Here is the brother of Siki Mahiti. His name is Marari, and Tomad Charana Binu Ar Gotinai. Without your feet, without his feet, he has nothing. That's how he thinks. Chandaneshwara, Singheshwar Murari Brahmana, Vishnudas Ingha Dhyaye Tumara Charana. Here is Chandaneshwar and Singheshwar and Brahman Murari and Vishnudas. They are all constantly engaged in the dhyana, meditation on your lotus feet. Praharaja Mahapatra Ingha Mahamati, Paramananda Mahapatra Ingha Samahati. So he says, here's Paramananda and here is uh, Praharaja. They are both Mahapatras, like very influential people in, in the government. Very intelligent and like high-class people. They are. And they're ready to do anything for you. It's the spirit. Esa Vaishnav e Chetera Bhushana Ekanto Bhave Chinte Soveto Macharana all these Vaishnavas, Eshav Vaishnav, Echetrabhushana, they are the ornaments of this Chetra. Chetra means this, like, place, field. It's Sri uh, Chetra, Jagannath Puri, is sometimes called Holy holy Field. Mm-hmm. So these are all the, the, the ornaments of this this place. Ekanto Bhave Chinti Shobhe Tomarcharana. And they are all ekanto bhav. Their minds are fixed in in a motion of love for you, meditating on your lotus feet. They can't 
budge from there. Tobe shobe bhume pade. Dondo botahana. Sobalingila prabhu. Prashada kodiya. So after this introduction, everyone, they fell down. They offered their pranam to the Lord and being very kind and merciful to them, Mahaprabhu embraced each and every one of them. Hen kale alila taha bhavanandarai chari putra sange pade Mahaprabhu pai. At this time, Bhavanandarai appeared along with four of his sons and all of them fell down before Chaitanya Mahaprabhu offering their pranam. Sarvamukhoi e roi Bhavananda. So the Pandit Sarvabhama said, here is Bhavananda Roy, Nghar Pratama Putra Roy Ramananda. And to give reference to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he says, his, uh, his first son is Ramananda Roy. You know him. Mahaprabhu went with Ramananda Roy. We discussed that in the South. They are very intimate there. Tobe Mahaprabhu Tanre Koila Lingana Stuti Kore Koha Kohe Ramananda Vivaran. Mahaprabhu Sri Chaitanya Dev embraced Babananda Roy with great respect, spoke to, spoke of his son, Ramananda. He said, Ramananda Hina Ratna Nyanghara Tonai Tanghar Mohimaluke Kohananda Jai. Chaitanya Mahabu, what did he say? He said, to Babananda Roy, Ramananda Roy's father, the glories of this person, of a person, who has a, he says, Ratna Janhatanai, from whose body has come, it means a son, who has a son, like uh, the jewel of Ramananda, such a valuable jewel, cannot be described within the mortal world. If a jewel like Ramananda has come from you, what kind of mine are you? <laughs> this, is, this is the idea. Sakshat pandu to me, tomar patni kunti. He said, you are directly pandu. Mahabharat fame. And your wife is kunti. Pancho pandu tomar pancho putra mahamati. And all your sons, five of them, they're highly intelligent and they are incarnations of the five Pandavas. So he came with his four sons. His fifth son was still in the south, had not returned yet. But Mahaprabhu had met him first. So seeing now the other four and the father, he said, you know, he said, Raiko, Bhavananda Roy replies, Ami Shudra, Vishai Adham. I'm a low-class person, just a worldly person. Tumi, Tumi Sparsha, a Vaishnava Lakshan. But uh, you touch me. Therefore, this is the sign you, you are you are Bhagavan. In other words, you don't discriminate. I'm a lower class person, but God doesn't discriminate like that. Yeah. Other, otherwise, socially, people might not want to associate with me. I'm considered a lower class person, but you don't have that. You have equal equal vision. Actually, he has more than equal vision. He's very, hum- he's very mm-hmm. in love with these people. And, and he said, Nija griha bitra, vritya, pancha putre sane, atma samarpilun amito macharane. Appreciating Mahaprabhu's favor, Bhavananda said as well, although my home and riches, servants, 
along with all of them and my five sons, I surrender myself at the lotus feet. E boninato rohibhe tomar chorane jobe je agna taha kuribe sebane. This son, Vaninath, he will remain at your feet and always immediately attend your orders and serve you. Atmiya jnane more sankocha na koribe ye jobe ichatobe se agnadibe. My dear Prabhu, please consider me your relative. Don't hesitate to order whatever you desire at any time. Prabhu kohe ki sankocha tumi nahapar. Janame janame tumi amar sabong se kingar. Mahaprabhu said to them, I accept you without any hesitation. You're not an outsider, he said. Janame janame tumi amara sabong se kingar. Life after life, birth after birth, you're a member of my own family. Your family members have been my servants, life after life. Din pancha shat sato bitare asibe ramananda tanra sange punahobe amarananda. Ramananda Roy is coming, he said, this is his fifth son, that Mahabhubu knows. Mahabhubu says, he's coming within five or seven days. As soon as he arrives, my desires will be fulfilled. I take great pleasure in his company. Etta boli prabhu tanre koilalingan tanra putra shab shire dalilacharan. Saying this, Mahabharu embraced Babananda Roy. Then he touched the heads of the sons with his lotus feet. Tobe Mahabharu tanre gore potaila baninat patan baninat pata nayake nikate rakila. Then Mahabharu went with Babananda Roy back to his home, and he kept his uh, son Boninath as his personal servant. So these are the... He's saying, I am uh, I am Krishna, your son Ramananda is Arjun, and you are Pandu, and your wife is Kunti, and these are the other Pandavas, Yudhisthira and uh, Bhima, and so forth. Life after life, and Leela after Leela, I've been appearing, and you've always been appearing with me. It's very uh, touching. As I've mentioned in my own Gita commentary, in the, in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna spoke, and Arjuna asked. And when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who was the incarnation of Krishna, met with Ramananda, who's Arjuna, appearing again along with him, they had a conversation. This was the conversation they had in the South. And in that conversation, that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was Krishna, he asked, and Ramananda replied, he gave the answers. And uh, it's as if Krishna came again to test Arjuna, say, did you understand the deepest and farthest reaching implications of my speech, which can be interpreted in different ways as it has Bhagavad Gita. And Ramananda's answers make it clear that he understood as far as the farthest reach of the, th- the theology of Bhagavad Gita goes, <laughs> which it hints at and, and points to. Very nice point. So, Bhattacharya Sabloke Bidai Kolila Tobe Prabhu Kal Krishna Dase Bolaila. So, Sabhubhu then asked all the people to say goodbye. 
and afterward Mahaprabhu called Kalkrishnadas, who had accompanied him during his South Indian tour. This chapter has focused thus far on the separation that the devotees felt in his absence and how it brought about his return and presence in Puri, how their feelings, their longing, and, um, and separation corresponded with his reappearance therein. And we didn't go into it in too much depth last night, but there are a number of different feelings here being represented by Krishna Das that are worth discussing. We mentioned that some of the devotees had not met Chaitanya Mahaprabhu before. And Sarvam was here and introduced them to them for the first time. Janardhan and the Savite and uh, Sikha Mahiti and his brother and so on and so forth. These are all Orian bhaktas of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, important devotees in Jagannath Puri. And as I say, they had never met Chaitanya Mahaprabhu before, but they had fallen in love with him due to hearing about him from others. And now for the first time they got to meet him. So we were talking about this kind of separation. Separation in general is called ayoga, and union is called yoga. So for the type of separation that they felt, this kind of utkantita, it's described as kind of a, an eagerness, there's a corresponding kind of union. Now they've experienced that union. Siddhi, it's called. And uh, in their separation, in their eagerness and longing to meet with him and so forth, characteristically, this kind of this, this kind of kind of longing that, that and, and eagerness, so to speak, that uh, is, is um, worth discussing with regard to our the practitioners, sadhakas, and and uh, Bhav Bhaktas in particular, because it will um, develop in one in the practice, practicing uh, stages just just prior just prior to attaining Prem. Mishvamachakuti Thakur mentions this in his writings, believe in Raghavad Machandrika and also in uh, Madhurja Kadambini, how uh, at the... Uh, as a result of this kind of separation appearing in the advanced devotee who has not attained praying, the Lord will come and give his darshan with his associates and offer some opportunity for service. So in the context here, we find in the context of Gaur-lila, their heaviness, this city, we find that in the Krishna-lila also, when the sadhakas come and they enter the Braj-lila, they take a birth as a gopi or gopa, and uh, they'll be in love with Krishna. The story of Arjuna is there, how in the kingdom of Draupada he was in the potter's shop and there he met Krishna for the first time after having seen his picture and felt longing and so forth for him undergoing this utkantita. So in the, in the Leela this is taking place and in the sadhaka's life it takes place just as he or she is 
just about to attain prem. Example is sometimes given of Narada Muni, who had the good fortune of devotees staying in his home during the rainy season, the monsoon, four months, which corresponds with the time we're in now, and how upon their leaving his mother, whom he lived with, died from snake bite, and so all of the teaching of the devotees that he had heard, it just came to bear in his heart, and it all made so much sense. He got a, some, as I've said before, obstacles are an opportunity for growth. It's, it's amazing how we try to avoid them. And, uh, but Nard wasn't like that. This obstacle came. I mean, he was living with his mother, which means he was young, I suppose. Or if he was old, well, all the worse. He didn't know what to do with himself or how to maintain himself. And so his mother's leaving was a problem <laughs> and an obstacle. But he turned it into something favorable. He grew from that obstacle. And not having much in terms of his means and having some realization as a result of good association, he performed the funeral for his mother, the cremation, by lighting the house on fire and burying the whole of his existence, so to speak, previous existence and sense of identity and and uh, how he would be maintained and so forth. And took to heart the... Uh, devotees preaching to him in their own example, how they were living homeless, so to speak, and depending on Bhagwan for their sustenance. This is just the Surup uh, Lakshan, the primary characteristic of Sharanagati, Gopritve Varanam Tata, that Krishna will maintain me, no one else. One time, Prabhupada used to ask me, we went on the morning walk, what kind of questions people were asking, because I was always preaching to the common people in the streets and the airports and things. And so one time I told him, I said, well, sometimes probably they say that they, they, they question our activities and they call us parasites because we're leeching off the society and taking money from the people, although we were selling books and so forth. They would say, you're a parasite, why don't you get a job? And... Um, <laughs> so I told Prabhupada that. And Prabhupada said, uh, then, then don't give. He took the position of the devotee. Having heard something like that, he said, then don't give. But you cannot. You cannot stop. His point was that Krishna is not main, you're not maintaining us. Then don't give if you feel that way. But people are giving anyway. They can't stop because Krishna is arranging the, the necessities of his devotees through them. They're actually just glorifying him. He's sustaining them. So, Nard had this spirit and longing then to to meet his maintainer, meet to meet his maker, eye to eye. And so he went and wandered and uh, and uh, in pursuit and uh, left the busy world, the thriving metropolises and, and so forth, and all of that enterprise for maintenance and improvement on life and so forth. He went to the forest there and uh, there he practices his mantra, his meditation and the Lord 
appeared. So he had that kind of eagerness, gantita. And uh, in that one will, wanting to meet the Lord of one's life, one's love, then he'll meditate on the the Lord in the heart, not as as the Paramatma, but like Mahaprabhu prays, Ayinanda Tanuja Inkaram. Oh, son of Nanda. He's not thinking of the Paramatma, but of, but of his Ishta, Nanda Tanuj, who comes from the body of Nanda. And for Mahaprabhu, he's praying, I want to live in the house of Nanda Maharaj. As a young girl, will marry a young boy in the Indian culture and then live in her his father's house. Mahaprabhu is saying, I Nanda Tanuja Kingkarm. I want to be a maidservant in the house of the son of Nanda Maharaj. It means I want to marry Krishna. Something like this. So, the devotee will bring the Lord within his or her heart and then meditate on his qualities, those qualities that correspond with his um, sentiment for the Lord in conjugal love or in Sakyarasa or Bhatsalyarasa. Mahaprabhu is meditating in Madhurya Rasa. He wants to be the maidservant of the this, uh, the, the son of uh, the maidservant in the house of Nandamara who wants to marry Krishna. So, certain qualities of the Lord will stand out for the different sentiments of the different devotees, and those qualities then, in this stage, you'll be he'll meditate on those qualities, and then he meditate on the means of, of attaining that union. So, then, as Vishwanachavati Thakur has explained, that, that union will come, that is called Siddhi. So from Utkantita in in Ayoga. Ayoga means separation. There are two types of Ayoga. There's Utkantita and Biyoga. So we've heard here these devotees in the context of Gorlila, so many of them they're experiencing this Utkantita, Ayoga. The division of Utkantita, now they've got Siddhi. They've met the Lord for the first time. Very touching. Sarvabhum introduced them, told something about them, and how Mahaprabhu responded, how he embraced them, accepted them as his own, and, and so forth. And then there are the other type of devotee here, are like Sarvabhoma, for example, who's already met the Lord. Other type of separation. He met the Lord, he had his siddhi in the Leela context, but now the Lord has, what? Disappeared, gone to the south, so now he's experiencing the yoga. There's yoga, ayoga, and yoga, separation and union. Within ayoga, there's utkantita, the separation that comes before meeting, and then there's the meeting, that's called siddhi. And then there's the separation that comes after the siddhi, after meeting, when the Lord again disappears. So we see it in the case of Narada also. Just as praying began to bud, develop in his heart, blossom in his heart, the Lord appeared. Nard got in his meditation in the forest, he got the darshan of, of Bhagwan. And it's described how all of his senses became activated and he's just running to serve the Lord. This is Brahma. All of the senses going like in different directions, all in the same direction towards the Lord, but to hear his qualities, to, to see his form, to, 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 to smell his uh, fragrance and, and so forth. And then the Lord said something to him. He said, Ah, you're a bogus yogi, he said. <laughs> Kuyogi. 
you're attached to the forest. You have to give that up too. But not appearing before you just to increase your your longing and so forth. So then he disappeared. So then Narada had to pursue further, and there was great impetus, having some validation. He had the darshan of the Lord, and so then from the city corresponding with the yoga. He experienced Vyog, the second type of separation that occurs after having had the association of the Lord, and then he disappears. And as you see, as you can understand, this will occur within the Leela. Here it's occurring in the Leela of Gauranga Mahaprabhu. Sarvabhum had the association and others, and, and then and he disappeared. He went to South India. Now he's coming back. So then the second kind of union, which corresponds with this uh, Vyog, and that is called Tushti. Tushti means like Satisfaction, something like that. So, so Sarvabhauma and others like him, they're experiencing this tushti. The Lord is coming back, and then there is the final type of union. We call it. Goswami uh, calls it stiti. Stiti means like attainment, and that is possible only in the aprakat lila, the unmanifest lila, where the Lord is always present. There's no separation in any enduring sense. Granted, Krishna goes out and herds cows, and some some people are left behind. I have to meet him later on in the day. But he doesn't go off to Mathura. He doesn't leave Nadia, like Mahaprabhu. I posted a poem today on the Tadvivek, where the devotee is praying, come back, come back, Nimai, when we return. Sachi is waiting for you, cooking for you, wondering when again she can as a young boy, dress you as a cowherd, and you can go out and play like a cowherd, as you would in in Amadweep, absorbed in Krishna Leela and so forth. Come back, Nimai. Come home. Come home. This is the feeling of the devotees in, in Nadi as Mahaprabhu has gone to Puri and taken sannyas that corresponds with the devotees of Braj, their feelings of separation for Krishna when he goes to Mathura and Dwarka and manifests opulence of a prince and so forth. As Mahaprabhu manifests the opulence of a sannyasi, vairagya, knowledge, he's converting people, he's becoming big, and whoa, you can't get close to him, and, and so forth. So, anyway, in the context of the Leela, then he doesn't, he doesn't, Mahaprabhu's then stays in Namadweep, he doesn't go away and become a sannyasi in the Nitya Leela. And Krishna doesn't leave and go to Mathura, there's the thought that he might, and that causes certain feelings to come, but, but he doesn't go away. He's back to stay. So this, again, is called stiti. And then, relative to cultivating that kind of union, aspiring for that kind of ultimate union, we have this... Uh, Meditation on the Leela in a still form, it's called Mantramayu Pasana or Swarasika, means personal, he's going with it, flowing with the whole movement of the Leela. So Mantramayu Pasana corresponds with the mantra, like the famous, this is a famous mantra of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, describing the Yoga Pit, the meeting place, the, the, the kind of the source place of all the, from where all the pastimes go in different directions, Yoga Pit. 
on the throne, surrounded by cowherds and gopis and cows and under the desire tree and Vrindavan and so forth. So this also corresponds with the altar, the meeting place here. So like we sing at night, Jayo, Jayo, Vaura, Chandra, this is Mantra Mayupasana, meditating on one frame of the motion picture of the Leela of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, his evening arati, surrounded by his associates giving darshan and so forth. And as he would at Srivasangram and bless the devotees sometimes and show them who they were in relation to him and Krishna Leela and so forth. So we, we come to the meeting place at the end, morning and noon and night, get our service from our Gurudev, either there or out here, and <laughs> come back again. And this is aided by mantra or song, as we, as, as we do, song corresponding with the time and whatnot. So this is uh, some kind of aspiration for stiti and for attaining attaining the place, permanent place in the Lord's Leela. And it begins like meditating on the still forms of the altar still, as it appears, and a song corresponding with the time of the day, one particular pastime. And then if you go enter within that and the heart will start to flow at a certain point and and then uh, so many pastimes will come and stay in the flow and in your absorption throughout the day so this is all a part a very important part of this um, culture but we should be a little concerned with uh, with that those songs and times of day and what they how they correspond with the leela and so forth and cultivate this um, Ayo Utkantita and uh, aspire to have the darshan of the Lord meditate on his qualities drawing his form within the heart his qualities and contemplating the means to attain attain that so here in the context of Gorda we find this is taking place examples of Utkantita and uh, and Siddhi and Vyog and Tushti so again, even in the context of stiti of attainment, and so this, this, this yoga and uh, utkantita are also appearing in in Ras Purvarag and so forth at some point in the lila. Important uh, concepts given by Srila Rupa Goswami. So we heard about we are in the midst of hearing about this, and this is what's emphasized in the chapter here. It began with this this analogy of how the devotees were like grain fields drying up in a drought in the absence of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, praying for his return like a cloud that would shower water, in this case the nectar of his association on them and bring them back to life. Actually, in, in Viyog, then there are ten symptoms of separation in the context of Viyog, the, the tenth of which is Mrityam death, dying, like dying, symptoms like dying. So they're experiencing this, they're like dying. When Mahaprabhu's coming out, revive them, bring them back to life. This is the analogy given by 
Cubby rice, like grains drying and drying out and dying from the drought in the field. So this has been some. No, this is what's going on here. This is uh, in this discussion. This is the feeling of it. So Sarvabhuma said goodbye to everyone. Everyone had had union. They had met, and now Mahaprabhu needed to be alone in his place. And then Mahaprabhu called Krishna Das, called Krishna Das. Prabhupada, bata chhodo sunaha inhar chorit, dakshin giyachila inha amara sahit. My dear Bhattacharya, please hear the, the character of this Krishnadas. You all pushed me to have somebody, you may recall, to travel with me South India. I wanted to go alone, but you all insisted that I take somebody with me. I could not pick amongst all of you. Who could I choose and leave the other behind? And so you came forward, Nityananda Prabhu presented this Kalakrishna Das, newcomer. And uh, so I've taken him, but just now you please consider his character. He was my personal assistant. You nominated him for this, and he went with me to the south. In the midst of the touring, my assistant here, so-called, left me to associate with the Bataharis. But I rescued him and brought him back. As we heard earlier briefly, he grabbed him by the hair and pulled him back. That's what the Sikhs are supposed to be for. The Lord is supposed to grab the devotee <laughs> and deliver him from the world. So here he did that. We saw it practically. But this was a disturbance to Mahaprabhu. So now I've brought him here. And I bid him farewell. Bidai. This he's dismissed. He can go wherever he likes. I'm not responsible for him anymore. You can imagine. You have to feel now the pain of the devotees. Not so much because Mahaprabhu was a little, little chastised. And you gave me this guy for an assistant and just see. But for the plight of Krishna Das. How the how All their sympathy is going to. Mahaprabhu was chastising. And what is the result? All the devotees' sympathy is going. They want to follow the Lord. They don't want to necessarily voice that and ruffled his feathers anymore but nonetheless their hearts are going to Krishna Das well even the Lord has, has said I'm not responsible for him he can go wherever he likes now hearing the Lord reject him hearing this he began to cry began to weep but Mahabharu was not moved by his weeping he just left to take his lunch Midday. So these four, Nityananda, Chagarananda, Mukunda, and Damodar, headed by Nityananda Prabhu, Charijani, these four people, Yukte Tobi Korila, Antar, they immediately began to scheme, to make a plan. Then the motivation is their empathy for Krishna Das. Godadeshe Patohite Chahi Ekajan. Aike kohibe jai prabhura agoman. The Lord's four devotees considered. We want a person to go to Bengal just to inform Sachimata and others about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's arrival in Puri. After hearing the news that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was arrived, then I certainly arranged to come here. Advaita, Srivas, and others will make arrangements to come here and see him. 
Therefore, let, it, let us send Krishnadas to Bengal. Saying this, they kept Krishnadas engaged in the service of the Lord and gave him assurance. Adine Provustane Koilani Bedan Agna Deha Goda Deshe Patai Ek Jan. The next day the devotees went to Mahaprabhu and they said, Please give us permission to send one person to Bengal to inform the devotees there that you have returned. Tomad Dokshin Gamana Shuni Sachi Ai Adwetadi Bhakta Shob Ache Dukopai. So when they hear, when Mother Sachi hears, she'll hear uh, other devotees like Adwaita that you've returned. Now they're very unhappy. Then they will become happy. Happy that you returned from your tour. Ek jan yai kahuk shuba samachar prabhu kohe sekar ye itcha tomar. One person should go to Bengal and inform them about the auspicious news of your return to Puri. Upon hearing this, Mahaprabhu said, Sekar ye itcha tomar. Do whatever you want. Tobise Krishna dase goda putaila bushnab sobake dite mahaprasadila. This week, Kal Krishnadas was sent to Bengal, and he was given sufficient quantities of Jagannath Prashad to distribute there. Tobe Goda Deshe Ila Kal Krishnad Krishnadas Nobodvipe Gela Tengha Sachi Ai Pasha. Thus, Krishnadas went to Bengal. First, he went Nobodvip to see Mother Sachi. Mahaprasadya Tamre Kola Namaskar Lokin Haite Aila Prabhu Kohe Somachar. Reaching Mother Sachi Kal Krishnadas first offered her obeisances and delivered the Jagannath Prashad to her, informed her of the good news of Mahaprabhu's return from his South Indian tour. Shuniya Anundita Hila Sachi Mataman Srivasadi Ad Joto Joto Bhoktagan. The good news gave much made made Sachi very happy, as well as all the other devotees of Namadweep, headed by Srivas. Shuniya Sabar Huila Paramaulas Advitacha Jugihegila Krishnadas. Hearing Mahaprabhu's return, everyone became glad. Krishnadas next went to the house of Advaita. Achad Jere Prashad Diya Kori Namaskar Samya Kohila Mahaprabhu Samachar. First he paid obeisances, then he gave him Jagannath Prashad, then he informed him the news in great detail of the Lord's return. Shuni Acharja Gosani Anandahuila Prima Vesha Kunkaru Bahu Nritya Gita Koila. And the way to heard this of Mahaprabhu's return, he became very happy. In ecstasy, he became rumbling and uh, like thunder and dancing and, and chanting for a long time. Hodidasa Takure Rahuila Parama Ananda Vasudev Dutta Gupta Murari Seva Sain Sivananda. Also hearing the suspicious news, all the devotees like Haridas became very happy. So did Vasudev Dutt, Radhi Gupta, and Shivananda Sain. Acharya Ratna Ar Pandit Pakreshwar, Acharya Niti Ar Pandit Garadhar, Sriman Pandit Ar Pandit Tamadar, Sriman Pandit Ar Vijay Sridhar, Raghava Pandit Ar Acharya Nandan, Kateka Kohiba Ad Jata Prabhur Gan. So all these devotees became very happy. He says, how can I describe what was their experience? Shuniya sabar huila parama ulasa sobe miligela shi atuitter pasha. Everyone was very pleased. They all gathered together at the house 
Avodvita Charger. A Charger Sobe Koila Charanobundan, a Chajugosai Sabar Koila Lingan. They all offered respectful obeisances to Dwaitas, lotus feet, and returned Dwaita embraced them all. Dinduitin Acharja Mohutsova Koila. Nilachali Joite Acharja Yuktidrita Koila. So Dwaita arranged a festival, for two day fest, two or three day festival for all the devotees. Chanting, dancing, feasting. There they made a, a determination to all to go to Jagannath Puri. Sabe meli nabodvipe ekatrahan niladri chalila sachi mataragnala. Devotees met together in Nabodvipe and with Mother Sachi's permission they departed for Jagannath Puri. Prabhur samachar shuni kulinagram basi satyaraj ramanandu milila sabe asi. Inhabitants of Kulinagram, Satyaraj Khan, Ramananda, this is a different Ramananda, and other devotees there from Kulinagram, they came and joined Advaita Charja. Mukunda Narahari, Raghunandan Kandahite, Acharya Thai, Aila Nilat Chalijaite. These are the Kandavasi devotees. Mukunda, Narahari, Raghunandan, others. They came to Advaita's home to accompany him to Puri. Se Kale Krishna Kale Dakshina Hite Paramandupuri Ganga Tire Tire Aila Nadia Nagari. At that time, Paramanandapuri came from the south and traveling along the banks of the Ganges, he ultimately reached Nadia. Aira Mandire Sukhe Korila Bishram Ai Tanre Bikradila Koriya Saman. At Nabadweep, he came and took his boarding, lodging at the house of Sachi. She provided him with everything very respectfully. Prabhur Agamana Tingha Tahani Sunila. She Chahila. While residing in the house of Sachi, Paramananda Puri heard the news of Mahaprabhu's return, therefore he decided to go as soon as possible. Prabhur Ekubokta Dvija Kamal Kantanam Tanre Lan Nilachale Kurila Prayan. There was a devotee of Mahaprabhu named Kamalkanta, Dvija Kamalkanta, whom Paramananda Bharapuri took with him to Puri. Satpore osiya ting ha milila prabhure, prabhur anandohila panatanghare. Paramananda Puri very soon arrived at Mahaprabhu's place. The Lord was very happy to see him. So, hearing now, Again, what this chapter is about. We've gone from Puri to Nabadweep via the, um, the compassion of Nityananda, Damodar, Mukunda, Jagadananda for Karl Krishna Das, who, with the Lord's permission, getting the Lord's permission to send someone, without mentioning whom they had in mind, they chose Karl Krishna Das, sent him there, he brought the news, and now all oh, we heal and feeling there and now anticipation of meeting again with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And the incident regarding Kal Krishnadas is uh, instructive to us. We know that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took sannyas for the sake of facilitating the dissemination of his prem, Krishna Prem Pradayate. This is his, what he does, Krishna Prem Pradayate. He gives prem. So to facilitate that, to give it to the common people, he accepted sannyas, which would cause people to show respect to him. And if you create a teachable moment, then you can 
teach somebody something, if they think, who are you to teach me? But if you've written a book or you've got a doctorate or you're a sannyasi, at least in this culture here, then oh, you're automatically somebody to respect and show honor to and listen to. Him. So for this reason, he said he took, took sannyas. And uh, that's one side of it. But he needed some, some excuse to get out of Navadweep and come after us. How would they have let him leave otherwise? Right? So he had to go and he went for a long time. And he came after us. Maya, Rigam, after the people absorbed in Maya. He just talks about his sannyas. He left Navadweep, the goddess of fortune. Vishnu Priya Devi, Chaktabhas, Chajasurepsi, the Raj Lakshmi. The Raj Lakshmi means oh, he had all good fortune, everything going for him. He was the, you know, the poster boy of Navadweep, you know, whatever, perfection. He had everything. And Chaktabhas, uh, he gave it up. Chaktabhas, Chajasurepsi, the Raj Lakshmi, Dharmishtari, Vachasa, Yadagadaranyam. And the curse of some Brahman, this is another reason, some Brahman cursed him, who he wouldn't allow to enter into the, his kirtan, because he was proud. He, he cursed him never to have a happy family life. So the Brahman's words must come true. So Mahaprabhu took sannyas. And of course the students, he had some, uh, got some opposition from the students to his madness when he was teaching. Every word meant Krishna and so forth. And so he, so... Mayam Rigam He entered the forest and chased after Mayam Rigam. People bewildered by Maya. So in one sense, that's, that's us. He came after us. So how could he have left Navadweep? How could he have gotten out of there? What good excuse would he have given to go away? Married? Huh? Everybody loved him. And... Uh, so he took sannyas, this is his trick, and he left. You take sannyas, you have to leave home. You can't stay at home. Even after he took sannyas, he said, oh, I'm crazy, I've been a crazy thing, I'm mad. He put himself back in his mother's hands. You, you tell me what to do. But then she said, well, what can I do? Now you've done this. <laughs> so I don't want you to be disrespected in the religious world, but I don't want to have you, I don't want you to be, I don't want to be separated from you either. So she came up with the wise decisions, go to Puri. Stay in Puri. He wanted to go to Vrindavan, which is far away. Go to Puri. That's a holy place. And there we can get news from you regularly because it's like two rooms in the same house, Puri and Amadweep. They're close enough. And here, so these are the examples. And the news is coming back. And the devotees will come. And each year they will come now for, for so many years in a row. So Mahaprabhu, anyway, took sannyas. And when he's taking sannyas, he's seeking, one way or another, to facilitate is Krishna Prem Upradayate. He's giving Krishna Prem. He's doing Yuga Dharma, that's true, but in the context of the Yuga Dharma, teaching Nam Sankirtan, he's giving Prem. Because he's taken these two, the Prem and Sankirtan, and woven them together in a garland. And he's putting this around everyone's neck. The Sankirtan in Nam Sreshtan, with the highest conception of the name, and attain my, this Krishna Prem. Because you can do Nam Sankirtan and, and go to Bhakunta also. So with this conception, with this ideal in mind. Yeah. So to facilitate this, Krishna Prema, 
he took sannyas. But with the sannyas then comes certain standard of behavior, especially in those times that uh, if one did not abide by, then people would, one's character would come into question and that teachable moment, as you say, would be lost. So there were some also, also some restrictions that came with that. So sometimes he had to be heavy and and uh, here's an instance. Kala Krishnadas, he saved him, he brought him, then he brought him back, but then he dismissed him and go wherever he wants. So, it's another who was the other self of Mahaprabhu, through which he could really be Patita Pavan in every sense, because having taken sannyas, there was some limit to that. Nityananda Prabhu went to the downtrodden people, went to the places where a sannyasi couldn't go to preach, because if he was there, people would think, what's a sannyasi doing there? At the gambling match, at the casino. What's a sannyasi doing at the casino? They'll immediately think he's there to gamble. He's, he's, he's got a problem. They won't think he's there to preach, because why would you go there? There are sinful people there, so many pious places to go. But Mahaprabhu wanted to go there as well, so Nityananda Prabhu was the, was the one to go there. And uh, especially preach to the downtrodden people of, of Bengal. We know that Mahaprabhu in Nadiyalila delivered Jagai and Madai, but it was really the doing of Nityananda Prabhu. He arranged that. Nityananda Prabhu delivered them. He arranged it. So this is the person through whom Mahaprabhu extends himself. This is really the idea of the Guru Parampara. Like I've said before, nowadays they have the idea that the Guru could do as much as should do as say as much as Prabhupada or less, and then he's bona fide. But no, he should do more and say more. By the if he has that grace, that power, then it should extend on and live on in the world, and uh, continue the flow. And the flow should be such that it grows and has progress to it, and so forth. So, Nityananda Prabhu is, is is for extending that. But it said that Mahaprabhu gave the prem when he was there to anyone who wanted it. He'd give them prem just by looking at them. And Nityananda Prabhu gave it to the people who didn't want it. Who said, I don't, I don't want it. He said, give it to them anyway. And his spirit of doing that was what? Was to glorify Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, um, he had, was aggressive in his outreach, in his campaigning. And here we find him leading the other devotees, Mukunda, Damodar, Jagadananda, in empathy for Kal Krishnadas. So now Mahaprabhu says, and he's dismissed, I don't want him around anymore. And Kala Krishna's weeping. He's showing what? The kind of remorse that a devotee who has some lapse, who is sincere, will naturally show, which will, as Bhagavatam says, Krishna says in Bhagavatam, which will immediately restore him to normalcy in the eyes of the Lord. But nonetheless, officially, the Lord may act differently, especially in the person of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, with regard to his observance of sannyas and so forth. Because, oh, if he has a servant who can't keep up the standards and he keeps him around anyway, then people think, maybe he's attached to that guy, or that, 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 that devotee, and he, you know, and uh, some problem there. So, Mahaprabhu is Krishna, and certainly he, if, if a devotee like Kal Krishnadas if, what, if us would speak of Kagushnas has some lapse and he shows remorse, he'll be accepted. But here's the acceptance, it's coming in this way. The other devotees are accepting him. Once in uh, the world of Bhaktisanta Sarasati Thakur's Gaudiya Mat, 
there was a devotee in one one month who, you know, living as a as a as a monastic and did something inappropriate, and when Saraswati Thakur visited the temple, it had to be reported. And so Saraswati Thakur said, then he cannot stay in the moth. And so all the devotees were heartbroken for this other devotee. And uh, I don't think he was even there. I, don't think, I think he kind of left the moth and he, just, he should stay out, something like that. They were heartbroken, but uh, he was rendering some service anyway from, from outside or something like that. And then... Um, Tour came around again, but the nuns came back again, and and then the devotees pleaded his case to Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, and, and he left it in their hands, so that he was allowed back, you know. But he wouldn't do it, but they said, okay, then, something like that. <laughs> he used to say sometimes, I'm an Acharya, so I have an Upadi, a designation. I have to sit on a big seat and act like a mean guy and criticize people and be strict. And I'm not too good at this, but <laughs> that's my fault. <laughs> so, uh, uh, <laughs> but then the idea is you do something about it. <laughs> so the devotees did, and that fellow was admitted back into the, into the mount and so forth. So Nitai Prabhu, he's given Kala Krishna such a nice position, you see. He was nowhere. Mahaprabhu had rejected him. He was nowhere. And now, suddenly he becomes a celebrity <laughs> in the eyes of devotees. He's come to see Sachi, and imagine how she feels. Oh, you're bringing the news. And stories from the South also. What happened? Now he would have told them so many things. He did this, and he did this, and he did this. And now he's back, and here's the Jagannath Prashad. And he's just like the, <laughs> you know, the main uh, feature. Uh, he's given so much appreciation and so much affection. It's just pouring on him. You see how the Lord acts. Mystical. And we have to look beneath the scene and we see how merciful he actually is. Externally, he's rejecting him. His other self. is embracing him in a big way and acknowledging his remorse. And that sometimes there are difficulties. That's all right. And then sending him to Navadvip where all the devotees are just loving him and with the good news that he's brought. So this is the way of bhakti. Mm. It may appear sometimes a little harsh on the outside, but on the inside, Krishna Prema Adbhuta Charita. This is the wonderful character of Krishna Prem, that Vitore Ananda uh, inside it is like Ananda, and outside it is uh, sometimes like, looks like, burns like fire, or it looks like, Poison looks very unattractive, like Mahaprabhu's ecstasy looked shocking, but inside it was full of He was experiencing Vrindavan. This is the wonderful character of Krishna Prem. It's hard to understand what is the nature of who of someone who has Krishna Prem. If you study the books, and you know, okay, this is the character of somebody who has Prem and so forth and so on. Still, we find they don't always act like that. Look at Ramananda, who would know that he had Prem. We'll hear later on how Mahaprabhu sent one devotee, Pradimna Mishra, of Puri, to get his association for Harikata, and he was bewildered by the conduct of Ramananda. So this praying is hard to understand. You have to get some feeling for it, to recognize it. That's why we read these books, to get a little feeling. So we stop here. 
you here tomorrow. How Mahaprabhu greeted Paramananda Puri in Jagannatha Puri. Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Ki Jai, Kal Krishna Das Ki Jai, Jai Chand Ki Jai, Bodh Premanandi.